Hi, this is Toby. I'm here with Adam Amder. And today, Adam, it's April 18th. It's CPAP Awareness Day. Wow, I feel like I just woke up after Sleep Apnea Awareness Day in March. I'm still writing that in all my checks. <laughs> um, what is CPAP Awareness Day? And what's the, what's the history of CPAP? CPAP Awareness Day has been a, a day that the ASA uh, set up a long time ago to honor Dr. Colin Sullivan from Australia, who was the uh, first to publish on and uh, basically invent the CPAP machine as an intervention and a therapy for uh, this chronic uh, right-under-our-nose disease that's been part of all of our lives in one way, form, or another for, for going on a lot of, a lot of generations now. Um, so April 18th is the day we, ch- we, ch- we chose in, in spring to honor CPAP Awareness Night, which is, you know, there's multiple interventions for sleep apnea. There's not just CPAP. There's not just oral appliance or, or surgical interventions. So April 18th is the one. This is the gold standard. This is the one intervention that's probably the least non-invasive. It's not a drug. Uh, it's, it's giving you positive airway, positive just a vacuum blower with an algorithm on, on, on your inspiration and on your expiration. And it's, it's stenting open your airway like that garden hose that's kinked up. It's opening up that kink. It's, 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 it's taking you from that skinny little cocktail straw and, give it, and t- giving you a, a milkshake straw so where you can breathe at night. And if you breathe at night, that means you're not interrupted as much. It means your heart's not as stressed. Your, your, your organs aren't as stressed. Your brain is not as stressed. You're getting oxygen. You're not holding on to carbon dioxide. And uh, your body can rejuvenate and restore. I mean, these professional athletes are all on top of this. NASA is on top of this. They know that sleep is a direct impactor on, on their recovery time, their mental capabilities, their awareness, and their performance. And you just you can't it's, it's can't take it for second rate anymore. And you can't short you can't. There is no shortcut around it. So, for a listener who may not be aware. A CPAP machine, that is the machine that you, you'll often see at the side of the bed. It has some sort of mask. So let, let's be clear. It's CPAP, as in C as continuous, P as in positive, A as in airway, P as in pressure. Not CPAC as in the political action committee. This is CPAP as in the therapy, PAP therapy. And there's multiple kinds of PAP, th- of PAP therapy. There's CPAP continuous so it's a fixed pressure your machine set at a at a pressure of let's say between eight or at a pressure of eight or there's auto pap which is uh your machine is actually set at a basement level so let's say a pressure of eight and a, a ceiling of 12 uh so that if the machine senses you actually having an episode it will increase the pressure to help you overcome the apnea therefore improving the quality of your sleep it then we'll go back down to your bottom pressure once you stabilized. Now, there's a big issue with autopap in that a lot of providers are just giving people machines set between 4 and 20, and it's, that has nothing to do with cannabis. They're literally giving you a giant range, and your machine, if you've never used this therapy before, it either feels like sometimes you're suffocating because you're not getting enough air, or you're getting too much air and it feels like someone's is blowing your head off. So it's, it's really appropriate on CPAP Awareness Day or APAP Awareness Day or BiPAP Awareness Day that you're, that you're dialed in, that you're looking at your data, that you're talking to your doctor, you're talking to your sleep doctor, you're talking to your pulmonologist, whoever it is that, that's helping you manage this intervention, that you're dialed in and getting the, most, the best quality of life outcomes, making sure that you're using the machine as much as possible, you're, you're, you've got an average pressure, you've got your leak under control as far as what mass type you're using, uh, all your stuff is clean and up to date, so you're not you're not getting yourself any other infections. 
and that just like your glasses in the morning, you know, when you go to sleep, it's the last thing you do is put on your mask. And it's the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning. And, you know, when you have your glasses, you know, to be able to see in the morning when you wake up, you put them on. And when you go to bed, you put them, take them off and put them on your nightstand. Do you have a CPAP machine? I have a BiPAP machine, which is the third therapy, um, which is actually a combination of CPAP, which is the fixed pressure on the inspiration on the breath in. So I'm actually at a, at a setting of 18. And then on the expiration, I, I breathe out at 15. And how long have you had some sort of PAP therapy? I've been on PAP therapy now. My daughter is 12, and we just, just figured out today that she's been uh, treated since she's two. So that's 10 years. Uh, I'd say almost 12 years now when we, I was diagnosed when she was six months old and I started my first night on pap therapy and I got to say my first night on pap therapy, uh, my life went from black and white to color. I was truly reborn and I don't mean in a religious aspect. And if I think, uh, pap therapy works for me, is this something I can pick up at Costco or how do I get one? Oh man, do I wish you could get this at Costco, but unfortunately it's harder to get a CPAP machine than it is to get a gun or any, any, uh, uh, narcotics from your doctor. Um, unfortunately, you have to have a have to have a home sleep study or an in lab sleep study. Uh, doctor has to write you a prescription, and then your insurance has to cover it. Uh, we've been fortunate enough to be running our CPAP assistance program uh, for patients that are underinsured or, or, or have no insurance at all for the last uh, f- five to ten years, and been able to put you know about three hundred machines and masks in, in patients' hands for about a tenth of the price. Um, but that's a charitable, you know, first responder emergency need. Uh, we can't sustain it for the entire country, let alone the world. Uh, we need industry's help. We need the manufacturer's help. We need people's, if you've got old machines sitting in your garage, in your, in your garages or your closet, uh, mail them to us. Uh, if they don't have enough hours on them or if they're data capable, we can get them into people's hands. They don't have to go into the landfills, um, you know, it's like I said, you'd much rather use this therapy or this intervention than uh, than have to use chemotherapy or, or take a hard drug. Um, you know, it might not be the prettiest thing in the world, but, you know, if you don't want to have to buy the little purple pill because you have problems with your loved one at night, you might want to try the, the, the machine and become a hosehead uh, because that, 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 that helps, too. It's performance in the bedroom as well. I mean, it's, 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 if you're getting up multiple times at night to go to the bathroom, you know, it's, the urologists know this. They know you get to sleep under control. You won't, you're having arousals for a reason. Be happy you're waking up. That's your body's way of saving your life. It's when you stop doing that is when things get dangerous. All right. Well, happy CPAP day. And uh, thanks for joining us, Adam. Listen, there's only one CPAP God, and that's Papa Smurf. He's the PAP master. (laughs) 